Welcome to the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour, and we do love happy hour and the clinking of glasses and cheers to all you fabulous women who are fully living your lives at every age and every stage. And here's the best news, every hour is happy hour. So whether you clink cheers with your coffee mug or your afternoon cappuccino, remember as the song says, it's five o'clock somewhere. Join us for some grown-up fun, interesting and stimulating conversations that will motivate, inspire, or just make you laugh. And for more grown-up fun, visit our website, The Three Tomatoes, and the three is spelled out, and sign up for our newsletters. Now sit back and relax and enjoy the episode. New Year Tomatoes, and welcome to the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour podcast. I'm Kim Selby, the San Francisco editor of the Three Tomatoes newsletter, and I am so happy to welcome you to our first podcast of 2021. May it be a blessed year. We have a wonderful guest, Sterling Meyer, today. Sterling has been a successful actress and a singer who also has studied extensively in the field of psychology, as well as learning and practicing manifesting techniques from many well-known thought leaders. I would say she was an early innovator of the manifestation bandwagon that we all need to jump on right now, especially. She developed a program in 1998, her own program called the Art of Manifestation. And it worked so well for her in developing a very successful singing career that she brought it to other people in the world. And now she has brought it to us. We can all get this great information in her book that was just released. And it's called The AOM System, Manifestation Mastery in 30 Days. AOM being the art of manifestation. So welcome, Sterling. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here, Kim. I really appreciate it. I love this. This is awesome. It's exciting and it's a new year. Why not get excited? I know we've had challenges and things like that, you know, and this is a challenge that we just came out of that we collectively have been a part of. However, we always face challenges. There's always obstacles. It doesn't matter what it is. And I think the important thing to remember, the most important thing to remember is that circumstances or obstacles never, no matter what they are, ever need to stop us. I love that. Of course, we don't, we all want to break through and get through to the other side. And I know you have a lot of practical ways. You have this great program. And I did read the book to those of you listening out there, and I highly recommend it. I like to read, you know, something that an author has written, especially if I'm going to interview them. And this was remarkable. I can't wait to start the processes to start manifesting for myself. But let's back up a little bit and l- let us know how you got into manifesting and creating this and you know what led you to that. Well, I mean, I've always had an intention as a small child, even as early as I can remember, maybe four or five years old, that I was very enthusiastic about life. Like I felt like there was this possibility of living an extraordinary life. And I had that intention. I didn't know what that would look like or what that meant, but I felt that kind of desire, if you will. 
And that's really what started the course of trying to figure out or learning how to do that because this is not common knowledge. So I had to take it upon myself to do my own investigating, which really started formally when I read Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. My aunt gave me that book. And I got to say that was the beginning of learning about how to have an extraordinary life or really tap into the magic and miracles of life because they are real and there's no reason why they can't be consistent. They don't have to remain in the realm of like odd occurrences or freak accidents or, you know, just happenstance or random things because they're not, okay? However, I'll have to say that after reading that book, it really filled me up with joy and anticipation of what could be, which promptly was led with lots of tears of frustration. <laughs> because, because I was like, I love all this. It sounds great. I want this for myself, but there was no, there was no guide to doing that. There was, a, it didn't come with a manual. There was nothing to give me really concrete tools that I could use. So um, that, had me continue on with my search, reading and listening and doing and trying and experimenting with everything I can get my hands on, but I still came up short. I would run into brick walls. I would get discouraged or I would get confused by the process or, you know, I'd get stopped because of unanswered questions. And there just seemed to be a lot of holes in everything that I was getting my, getting, you know, to try. So, I just thought I am going to create something myself. I spent five years, five years, not necessarily perfecting it, but it was five years that I was uh, applying it, that I was experimenting with it to make sure that the healthy skeptic in me was satisfied. And that's why I spent five years doing it. So, you know, each year would be a, an experimentation. And one of the last things that I wanted to discern was how to, once you know, the manifesting aspect of my program was completed, I was, I was then the last thing I was like, well, how do you accelerate results? How do you really accelerate results? And so that was the last like piece of the recipe, I guess you could say that I put in there, which I can go ahead and tell you. And that is to do the system exactly the way it's designed on a consistent basis. So I promise you, if you do this, and when my clients bring themselves to using the system exactly the way it's designed, for 30 days, all areas of their life are completely unrecognizable. And it starts happening the minute you start using it. So you don't even have to wait for 30 days. But we always do a review after 30 days, which is also in the book. So you can go back and actually document all the breakthroughs that you had and all the changes and differences that have occurred in your life. So it's really extraordinary. When you think about your life, it's made up of many parts. There's travel, adventure, health, relationships, money, career, you know, and the list goes on. So all, that's a that's a lot of changes in, in just 30 days. So it's really exciting. And I love I love my work. We get to celebrate all the time. Yeah, I love that how you said, well, towards the end of the book, celebrate, celebrate. I'm all about celebrating. But so who were some of the people because I've read a lot about manifesting also, and it is very confusing. Who were some of the first people that you studied, I guess? Like, did you study? Did you study? Um, Abraham 
you know, Esther Hicks? No, no, I, I, I read a lot about existentialism, which goes back way before modern um, influencers today. I studied a lot about th that. Um, you know, of course, I even read, you know, I studied different religions. I, I studied that, you know. Um, I, I really liked a lot of the works that Wayne Dyer put out. I felt that he was very genuine and authentic. And um, it's a lot of great food for thought. There's a lot of great books out there. There's a lot of great information um, that is great, what I call food for thought. So it's kind of like a diet. You can kind of liken the EOM system. The book gives you a lot of food for thought, but it also includes like the workout routine, so to speak. And, and that's what is so special and sets this apart. And also the fact that it emphasizes what a lot of books don't emphasize nor give you the tools to do and that's to complete your past. Now, if you do not complete your past and so many people just wake up and they go, I'm gonna make a vision board and it's 2021 or I'm gonna have some goals or resolutions that I set up for myself. And, I, and, and then why does it not happen? Or why do they keep getting the same things? And why do they keep getting disappointed year after year? And then they finally get resigned and they give up. It's so understandable as to why, because they never neutralized the past energy and they just carry it around and they're recreating something similar. And they always feel like they're never really getting ahead or getting out of that rut. That's so, interesting, yeah. Also, especially because as we, I didn't mean to interrupt, but as we are heading into this new year, and I'm not a big believer in resolutions, you know, I mean, I, I don't think we need to resolve, we need to evolve rather, but this is such a great book to take us on that and to look back at the past. So describe a little bit about what you require of someone in a release letter. Let's take it We'll start there since I know that is the first thing, just so people have an idea of why you're doing it and what you're doing the process. Well, why we're doing a release letter is so that we can actually disconnect from the negative energy so it's no longer a part of us. And it's so powerful that my clients can look back on past traumas. You know, they can look back after they do their release letter on any significant occurrence that had happened to them and be able to look back with peace and freedom. That's a big part of what people get. They feel free, they feel lighter, they feel like full of possibility and they just feel free. And that's a great place to start to creating your future. Now this past baggage no longer has a hold on you. So are and you writing it to an event or a person or both? Exactly. Right. So I'm going to, yeah, this is a great question. And I think it's something that I think we really need to address here. And that is our belief system and the experiences and outcomes that we have in our life. And let's take life down to the most fundamentals. It's a series of creating whatever you're creating and the experience of what you create. That's what life is. So we have a relationship to everything in our life. All right, so with our with people, things, places, events, we have a relationship to all of this. And if these relationships are disempowered, they're going to affect what we create and what we experience. So even let's say, you know, you're in, in, in indirect ways, that's how clever it is. So you might think you could be a woman who thinks, well, I had a great relationship with my dad 
why are my marriages failing or why are my relationships failing? Yeah. And so it could be traced back to their relationship to their mom or to a sibling or to a teacher. It's very innocuous in that way that you just can't sometimes see it. So we need to transform all our relationships down to, you know, uh, it, it, in, you know, our toothbrush. No, but seriously, because, you know, perfect example. And I, I like to explain this because people, I think, don't realize how, um, how, how these influences actually get tangled up in other areas of our life. You know, let's say somebody was going on a job interview and, you know, she broke her heel and then she didn't have any shoes with her. So she has to go in her trunk and she's got her gym shoes. And now it's like, ah, I got to go into this, you know, I'm wearing a business suit and gym shoes. Boy, do I feel awkward, you know, but I'm going to go in there and I'm going to try to just do the best thing I can and really try and do a dynamite job and get that job and everything. Right. So there's this awkwardness. The relationship to the to the tennis shoes is awkward. So they go into the interview and they can't figure it out. There, the resume is great. They said everything great, and you know they leave. And the and and the person conducting the interview goes, I don't know what it is. I just felt awkward, and you know around this person, or it just didn't feel right, or it didn't sit right. And that's because that person was creating awkwardness and putting it over into someone else's space, and they can't put their finger on it either uh, you know and of course if the interviewer could say it was probably the tennis shoes you know but that doesn't the way it doesn't happen like that in life so our relationships you know having these tools to transform the relationships is so important it's our foundation how are we going to build a house on a foundation that is rocky yeah and you also you're very um it, you make a lot of uh statements about our authenticity and versus our inauthenticities and how when we're coming from a place of authenticity, it we are able to manifest, is that correct? Oh, absolutely. That's how we actually have a direct connection to limitless creativity is from that place. So if we're being responsible for being connected to that which is authentic, such as being inspired, being curious, being excited, being motivated, you know, whatever it is. If we're coming from that place in our lives, we're operating from that place, we can create anything that we want, truly anything, because we're connected to the truth. But if we're living in an illusionary world, which is fear-based, we're blocking ourselves. Because the, the, the truth is, actually, everything is okay. Everything always has been okay and everything will be okay. And that's actually truth. So if we're rooted in that, we're actually able to create anything that we want. So anything that's fear-based, is that is, that is not rooted in the truth. It's actually, it's, it's just an illusion. But it looks so real. And do you give uh, exercises and ways to get to that truth, that authentic self? I know one of them is the release letters. And then the rest of the exercises are helping us get to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And that's, and that's what does, you know, that's what does that is the release letters and also, you know, um, that that's what puts us into that place that actually allows us to connect with what we truly want 
and actually believe and feel that we can have it. Because, you know, the first part allows you to see how you actually are the creator of your world and always have been. Now, if we're able to really see that, and I mean gutturally, not up here, not up here. We can't understand it conceptually. We must understand it from a place of knowing that's really in our gut. And if we know it that intimately, then we're able to create anything that we want. So it is interesting, and I know because I've read the book, but I think people want to know, well, wait a minute. So how am I going, can I manifest anything? Are these steps really going to enable me to perhaps, you know, get the job of my dreams or to get, go on a vacation when I'm allowed to go on vacation again? Are there, maybe give us an example of someone you've worked with a testimonial, someone who you, a client that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, I have so many, so many shares. I really, really do. Um, I had a client, uh, I'll tell you about who actually had been trying to use an aspiring uh, director, real filmmaker, he's a screenwriter, producer, this type of thing. And he really wanted to he had these big dreams, but he could not get a meeting with any production companies. For two years, he tried. He couldn't get anywhere. So he came to me and asked me if I could help him. And I said, absolutely. So the first month, the very first month, this is going to blow your mind. He had a deal with DreamWorks and Disney and Netflix. The very next month, he had a deal with Lionsgate. Hulu, and he was on the cover of Variety magazine. Wow. But see, now you did that, but but I think that is the book going to enable us at, without having you as a coach by our side, we can do that ourselves through the book, but you also coach people in person, which would be ideal, but <laughs> I guess not everybody has the means to do that. So the book is going to enable us to go through all the processes. Can you give us some more steps, an idea of another step or two that we can work on? That yeah, we absolutely. My, my intention and, you know, there's my book, yeah. So my intention is that everybody has access to this system. That's my number one intention. So I do work with people one-on-one. -on -one. I do work in groups. I do, you know, group events. I have a video series um, and I also have the book. So I have every kind of modality out there. Um, one of the things that uh, you would ask me is like, what, what's another step or what's another component to it? Yes, absolutely. So another thing that's really important is how to learn to creatively and effectively manifest. That's really important because a lot of people don't really understand the art of manifesting. Now, it doesn't take forever to get skilled at it or anything like that. Thank goodness. You know, the great thing about this system is that it, it delivers instantaneously. And that's what we all want in today's society. So, for instance, if somebody wanted to create like the incredible partner of their dreams, this most incredible romantic life that they ever, ever can imagine come true, absolutely you can. But what happens is oftentimes is they will create a person, but then it won't be, it won't be mutual. Mm. They're like, oh my God, I keep meeting these guys that I like or whatever, these women, da, da, da. but it's not, it's not reciprocated. What's going on here? 
Because what a lot of people don't realize is that it's very important to create who you are for the other person. So if you're creating like a business partner or anybody, or even a, you know, maybe a physical trainer or something, anything, a nanny for your children, it's important for you to create who you are for that other person. And okay, wait, stop. That's really important. I don't want to gloss over that. You want to create who you are for that other person instead of just what that what you want in the other person. I think that's really important and that struck me in your book as well. So we have to dive deep inside of ourselves to get that who we are because that sounds like oh. it might be more difficult. Oh no, no, no. Uh, uh, no, absolutely not. Actually, that's actually very very simple. Because you've completed in part 1, yeah? It allows you to access authentically who you want to be, okay? So authentically, you're able to connect with that, create that, and actually embody it. Okay, all right. So, But I think that's an important thing for people to realize that you can't just go out there and manifest a certain person or job. You have to think about how you are in relation to whatever you are manifesting. And I also like, there are steps every day, I, how you say to go every single day, you create your day. And I guess that's later on in the book, I know, but. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? My clients love that. We always do a review after 30 days and I always ask them, you know, was there anything missing for you? And I always get a no. And I say from a scale of one to 10, what would you rate this system? Always, come, always comes up a 10. But one of the other questions that I ask them is what, you know, did you get out of creating your day? And, oh, I love that. It's one of my favorite things to do. And the reason why is this where the manifestation mastery lies is being able to create your day on a daily basis. And what they absolutely love is even from the very beginning, they're able to review the ideal day that they created in their morning. They're able to review it at night and see 85 to 100% actually came to fruition exactly the way they created it. Now, what more could you want? That's like having a magic wand. If you ask most people, hey, what if you could just say what you want your entire day to be like? Uh, they'd be like, no, you can't do that, you know, <laughs> or sign me up, you know, it's like, teach me, tell me how to do that, you know, and it is true. And this is really, really powerful. So my clients love that they have, they have a sense of confidence because they're doing that. They're able to see that they're a powerful manifester on a daily basis. And even more, they're able to understand how they're manifesting. And that's how you become a master because you're like, oh, I created this and this is how. And that was one of the most important things that I wanted to be able to create in the AOM system is being able to actually see and understand how things got created. One of the things that I know you read about in the book is how do you just manifest uh, an award-winning movie star in your home, right? <laughs> yeah. So Gary Oldman, right? So that was a very pivotal thing that happened because after that happened and he was like going, I don't even know how I got here. I don't even do this. Like this is just, that to me was like, this is really powerful. This is really magical, miraculous. Well, it, let's tell people, tell people the Gary Oldman story. Yeah. Because they don't know. <laughs> right. So, um, right. So I, 
you know, being an actress and um, having just moved to Los Angeles, I was taking acting classes and I was really interested in having a conversation about the art of acting and learning more from Gary Olney because I just felt like I really resonated with his style. And um, I was so inspired by that, inspirited by that idea that um, I was talking to a, a friend of mine who was in my acting class and she said, well, why don't you write him a letter? And I was like, well, where would I send it? I don't know the first thing I will write a letter. I mean, it's like, so she said, well, actually my, my boyfriend is a, a producer who's working with the studios that he's Gary's working with and he can get it to him. So I was so inspired by that idea that I wrote this letter and it came from so much who we're being, being inspired, being um, full of possibility. You know, I was being authentic. Let's just say that when I created this letter that was so very powerful. So when Gary received the letter, he, his manager was telling him, you know, you can't do that. You can't go there. You don't know this person. It could be anybody in this and that. It really fought him tooth and nail. And Gary told me the story himself. He said, you know, so my manager saying no, no, no. And trying to take your letter out of my hand and all this stuff. And he said, I just have to do it. I'm just compelled to do it. But Gary also told me, I don't do this. I don't even know how or why I'm here, but I just had to be here. So after this auspicious occurrence, and, and it was great, of course, we had a great conversation. It was whole and complete. It was a wonderful you know, experience. But afterwards I said, see, see, there is a recipe here. There is, a, there is certain things had to come together to produce this result. And I wanna look back with these fresh eyes and fresh ears and start to really see what that recipe is. And that gave me something great to work with. So I was able to locate all those things and then start the process of experimenting because I said, if I can figure this out and create, you know, and bottle it, voila, you know, this doesn't have to be a one-off situation. This can be an everyday occurrence. And so that was a big pivotal point because it gave me something to really work with and experiment with. Yeah, I think that is a great story. And I think it's, it's as you say, it comes from such a deep part of the authentic you. You weren't looking for anything other than a conversation with someone with whom you had, you know, had great admiration. And you weren't, it seems to me, at least, you weren't, uh, it wasn't false. It wasn't like, oh, I want to reach Gary Oldman so that he can, you know, guide give me, you know, a better career. It was more just you were authentically wanting information. You wanted to talk with him. And a lot of it is like, that seems to make sense to me. It's something when you come from a point of selflessness also, it seems that that manifesting might work a little better that way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was authenticity that was driving that desire that we can distinguish as being part of my purpose, you know, as, you know, a creator, an artist. Yeah, that's a creator. We're all creators. So my creative expression was being an artist. So it was part of my life purpose. And that was something, yes, absolutely. In fact, I will say this because this is a big part of manifesting, Kim, this is a big part. When I was 
when I completed the letter and I felt the authenticity of that letter was so powerful. Like I was shaking, not out of fear or anything, but out of like, this is powerful, you know? And so, you know, I gave that over, but I gave the letter over, but here's the thing. I was not attached to the result. My intention was to relay the message. My intention was for him to receive the letter and read it. After that, that's, I was satisfied and complete with that. That was my intention. And that makes a huge difference because that goes for anything that we're manifesting. Our job is to clearly and authentically relay a request or create something, whatever it is, and then let it go. We have to understand what our part is, the universe's job is, and where we let go because there has to be a perfect balance between focus and letting go. Human beings are funny. They either obsess on something or they completely let it go. And, oh, I don't care, you know, anymore. I'm frustrated. I give up. I don't care anymore, whatever, you know. And, and so there's been so many stories, you know, from, from, oh my gosh, like what, even Marlon Brando to Harrison Ford. Yeah. Cause Marlon said, just don't care anymore. He didn't mean like that. You need to stay connected, but there was truth in that. It wasn't necessarily well articulated because it can be confused because you don't want to totally disconnect, but you want to let go. And that's where a lot of people have problems with manifesting in the system. It's perfectly built in. You don't even need to address it. It's already built in. Right. That perfect balance. Yeah. Sterling, I think the way you have laid it out really makes sense for people. And I know uh, that you can't just want something and okay, I want it. You know, you do have to take a step. You took a step, you wrote a letter and then you stepped back. As my mother used to say, let go and let God, you know, for those people who believe in God, but some people believe in the universe. Some people don't believe in anything, but the art of manifestation is real because the universe wants to support us. I mean, we, we, it's not, we are the ones who sabotage ourselves. I think most of the time. I don't know if you'd agree with that. Well, there's that, yeah, we're our best, worst enemy, you know, it's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, before we uh, end our conversation, because I know we have really, we barely scratched the surface. Is there anything you want to leave people with something enticing that, uh, you know, might get them on the road to thinking more about manifesting? You know, I got to say, it just starts with the beginning, meaning really opening yourself up to the possibility that there are things that you don't know that you don't know, that you don't have to give up, that you don't have to feel resigned for because of so many disappointments. So I really think the first step is really allowing yourself to open your heart, open your mind, and look beyond past disappointments, and open yourself up to the possibilities that there is something that you haven't discovered yet. That possibility and anything and everything truly is absolutely possible. And I truly believe that. And I've seen it time and time again. If you can imagine it, it is extremely doable. It doesn't matter 
what you have or don't have, none of that matters. Truly, truly, we look too far outside of ourselves to try to like, if we can have this or get that, that, then we can actually do things with our life. But, you know, that's what I really want to say, because my client I interviewed um, recently, she, she's been working with me only two weeks, but she told me, she said, I tried everything out there, you know, and I said, but here's the thing, you never gave up. And she goes, that's one thing about me. I'm kind of stubborn. And I was like, yeah, but it made all the difference. Hmm. So, yeah. That's really what. <laughs> good, good, good words. I, I wow. So don't your book, your, don't give up. The book is the AOM system manifestation mastery in 30 days. Don't give up on what you want to manifest. Absolutely. And your website is tell us. Getyourlifenow.com. I offer complimentary consultations. People can fill in the form on the on the main page, if they want to talk to me about one-on-one -on -one services or any of the services that I offer. Um, yeah, absolutely. And in the book is, is being offered worldwide on Amazon, the Kindle version, the paperback, and it's also being added to Barnes and Nobles and other fine bookstores. So, <laughs> well, it is really fascinating. And as I said at the beginning, I am looking forward to doing the exercises following the actual plan because you know, there are very few people out there who can say they have everything they want, but I already started this morning by creating my day. And one of the things on that was a successful podcast. And I would say that we accomplished that. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Sterling. I really appreciate your time. And I look forward to manifesting with everyone out there who's listening. So thank you. Thank you very much, Kim. I really appreciate it. Happy New Year. Yeah.